Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. I'm Jamie Weidel, travel agent and owner of Pineapple Escapes, and you're listening to the Travel Tidbits podcast. Today's episode is all about staying concierge level on Disney Cruise Line. So last weekend, the top three Pineapple Escapes agents for sales in 2021 and myself had the opportunity to sail on Disney Cruise Line. We had such a fun weekend, even though we started out exhausted when we got to the ship. We had so much fun and really enjoyed exploring and learning about all the concierge level perks to share with all of you. So a little bit of backstory, we flew into Orlando on Thursday and participated in the Princess 5K on Friday morning. This meant that we were up at 3 a.m. to head to the race. And while we will definitely do it again and had so much fun, we already have plans for another race. We definitely started out our cruise more tired than usual. So after the race, we went back and got ready. We went to breakfast at Ohana, and then we headed over to Port Canaveral to board the Disney Dream. They are still doing COVID testing at boarding, so that is something to keep in mind. But luckily, we were all negative, and our room was ready on arrival. So as soon as we got through the initial check-in process and got on the ship, our room was ready to go and ready for us. And I can't wait to tell you about our room. I do want to note before we jump into that, that there is a special line for concierge guests that allows you to kind of skip the long check-in lines but you're still required to wait in normal lines for COVID testing, security, and aboard the ship, and for the Minnie and Mickey welcome show. However, it is faster than the normal lines, but it's definitely not an expedited process, so I want you to keep that in mind if you're a concierge-level guest. Before I jump into all the perks of staying concierge-level, I have to tell you about the room. It was so nice. We stayed in a one-bedroom concierge-level room, which sleeps five, and we just loved it. If you've been on a cruise before, you know that normal cabins are, well, small. (laughs) Maybe that's an understatement. And typically, the bathrooms are raised and also small. Usually, the showers are kind of tight. You don't have a lot of space to move around in there. So for a lot of clients, this can be a big turnoff, and it's one of the reasons that some people just don't love cruising. So they don't like that small space. Let me tell you that concierge level eliminates this problem. Our room was much more like a normal hotel room and a very nice one at that. So our room was 622 square feet and also had a ginormous veranda There has walls in there where it can kind of separate off, but the bedroom has a queen-size bed, and then there's a living area with a double convertible sofa and a single wall pull-down bed, plus a walk-in closet, a ginormous master bath with double sinks, and a whirlpool tub that was also bigger than anything I've ever dreamed of seeing on a cruise ship. And then both bathrooms also had spacious showers and with the rain shower heads. So they were really nice as well. I was very impressed by the room. It would be perfect for 
someone like me with a family of five, there was plenty of sleeping space and lots of space to spread out. Plus the two bathrooms were really nice. I did post a live video on the Pineapple Escapes Facebook page of this room, and it's also on my Instagram at Jamie Weidel in the highlights. If you scroll through my highlights on Instagram, it's DCL Feb 22, and you can see a video of the room. I definitely think this is worth checking out. It's just so unlike any other stateroom that you've been in, if you've only stayed in normal stateroom. So definitely worth checking out and worth the cost. There were other perks in the room as well. The room had upgraded bath and shower products. On Disney Cruise Line, these are by Elmas. So that was really nice. This is what they sell in the spa. There were also nice plush robes and slippers that were really nice. And we had extra amenities in the room as well. There was a fruit basket. There was a fridge in the room that was stocked daily with water and soda. There was a coffee maker in the room. So these were all nice perks that aren't available in the normal staterooms. Outside of just the room being amazing, there are a lot of other perks to staying concierge level as well. If you really like feeling like a VIP, this is a great way to do it. And even though Disney takes great care of their regular cruise guests, Disney really makes sure that concierge level guests are taken care of every step of the way. So the perks really start even before you arrive at the ship. Concierge guests have the opportunity to book all of their extras, things like port adventures, adult-only dining at Palo and Remy, spa treatments, nursery stays, dining room seating preferences, things for special occasions, the cabanas at Castaway Key. All of those things can be booked by concierge guests 130 days before travel. This means that they are the first ones to book before platinum cruisers, before silver cruisers, before gold cruisers, before the newbie cruisers. Concierge level guests get first pick. And if you're really wanting a cabana at Castaway Key, this is the way to do it. Unless you are a platinum cruiser or extremely lucky or staying concierge, it is very difficult to obtain those cabanas. So this is one way that you can try your best to get one of those cabanas. So the way this works, if you are using a travel agent, your travel agent will coordinate all of this for you. But you email the concierge team at midnight at the 130-day point, and they will get everything set for you. For my clients, I take care of all of this. Um, We discuss all of your options before your booking window opens, and I do this with you. Even if you're not saying concierge level, whatever level you are, we will be ready to go when your booking window opens for all of these extras. Other perks of saying concierge level once you're on the ship. So... There is a lounge and a sun deck that are both exclusively for concierge level guests. The concierge lounge was amazing. I didn't really know what I would think about it. I mean, if you've been on a cruise, you realize there's food everywhere all the time, but it was really nice to have the drinks and snacks in the lounge. And there were a few upgraded options, which I'll talk about here in a minute, but it was just so much quieter, so much easier and just right there. We didn't have to fight with the other guests to get to things. There weren't crowds. It was just really nice. So the lounge has drinks and snacks throughout the day. There's a continental breakfast from 7 a.m. to 10.30 a.m., lunch and snacks from 11 to 2 p.m., 
afternoon offerings from 2.30 p.m. to 4.30 p.m., dinner snacks from 5 to 8.30 p.m., and dessert from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. So obviously, we were not going hungry. There was also an open bar from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. This did not include frozen or blended drinks, so you're not going to get your pina coladas or your strawberry daiquiris in there, but it did include all kinds of hard alcohol, beer and wine. I'm a Malibu and diet girl, so they had that. It was no problem. Christy's a martini girl, so she was in heaven being able to have her martinis there. And you noticed a lot of families would get a glass of wine or something and take it with them to their normal rotational dining. So this was a nice perk for concierge guests. Kids also really seem to love the blue drink. So if you are staying concierge level with your kids, make sure you ask about that. It looked to be an apple drink with some kind of blue sparkly swirl in it. It looked like a lot of fun. So this lounge is open from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. with snacks almost all day and normal drinks all day long. Things like bottled waters, sodas, juices, and my favorite, coffee. They had a full coffee bar with lattes, iced coffee, etc. So that was really nice not to have to go to Cove Cafe to get my coffee in the morning or throughout the day when I needed an iced coffee to get me through. They had all of that there for us. The lounge team consists of two groups of people. There are three concierge hosts that are there to answer all of your questions, to help you with dining requests, port adventures, spa reservations, any general question you have, they are there to help. So that was really nice. And then there's a whole other team that is there helping with the food and drinks throughout the day. So you are always well taken care of. There's also the exclusive sun deck. And on the sun deck, it includes sunscreen. It includes facial misters. There's a whole nice area with different lounge seating and different private areas. And then there's also a hot tub that's exclusively for concierge level guests. Our first night, we went up and got in the hot tub. We were the only ones out on the deck. It felt like we had the whole ship to ourselves. It was so nice. We also spent one afternoon there reading and just relaxing. And we went back down to the main pool deck and we didn't realize how loud (laughs) the main pool area was until we went back down there after sitting up in the concierge sun deck for a while. So that was definitely a really nice perk. And for guests who like a more quiet and relaxing atmosphere, concierge level is definitely the way to go. Some other perks that are included, staying concierge level, private viewing area for the fireworks. We did take advantage of this and it was so nice to be escorted directly to that area and not have to fight with anybody else to reserve a seat. We were whisked right up there with no issues. There's also a complimentary internet package. I will say that Disney Cruise Line does not have good internet, so if you are going and want to stay connected, I don't recommend Disney Cruise Line, but we can talk about that more when you're ready to book. Another big perk is that guests don't have to join any of the queues to disembark the ship. So for Castaway Key Day and those different days, there isn't this issue of having to join that virtual queue. There are also options to check out CDs and DVDs and board games in the lounge, which is definitely another big perk. So for guests who want exclusivity, a nicer room, quiet areas, included drinks, including coffee, And not to have to worry about anything, concierge level is definitely the way to go. 
It's also great for guests or groups who want special amenities or special access, things like the cabana reservations at Castaway Key, and the ability to select their dining time or to be in the dining rotation. I hope that this episode will help you decide if staying concierge level on Disney Cruise Line is right for you. If this is something you're interested, we'd love to talk with you more about it and help you book an amazing cruise on Disney Cruise Line. You can email us at info at pineappleescapes.com to get started. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to click over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. We want to help our podcast reach more travelers. Bye, guys. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.